Hi everyone, welcome to the Femina Podcast, where we chat about topics that need to be talked about more and topics that inspire empowerment. My name is Elise, I'm a co-founder of Femina & Co and your host for this episode. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Femina & Co, check out our website at www.feminaandco.com and subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content for the minimum price of a dollar at patreon.com forward slash Femina & Co. You'll find all the links to everything I just mentioned in the description box for this episode. Also, if you want, follow the Femina Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to keep up with our awesome content. And if you feel like it, give us a like on Spotify and rate us on iTunes. We would definitely appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy this week's episode. One, two, three, let's go. Right, you recording? Yep. Cool. Awesome. I'm really excited. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Femina Podcast. Here we have a very special guest with us today. His name is Leonardo Torres. He is a singer, songwriter, and YouTuber. He's known through his um, reaction videos to Christian music that actually got a few views. I mean, more than a few. What am I saying? You got <laughs> thousands of views, got a thousand reactions, and you like got reactions from the best people as well. Yeah. So that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about his spiritual journey if there is a journey there or just to find out what's what's been happening so hi hi thank, thank you for having <laughs> me well as you said i'm leonardo torres <laughs> and as of recently uh, I've, I've added youtuber to my to my title but uh i i, I yeah. love i love music i've loved music since i was a kid my, my whole family plays my, my grandfather is was a uh, pretty well-known guitarist in Mexico. He he traveled a lot and toured a lot and played, you know, in, uh, live Amazing. on the radio when they used to play live on the radio still. And uh, and then he passed that on to his children. And then my my mother played played as well. And when I was about fourteen, I visited Mexico uh, during the summer, and I, I wanted my grandfather to teach me guitar so bad, but I, I was I was kind of embarrassed to ask him because I, I wasn't sure if he was going to have the patience for it because he was already older. <laughs> And so I was playing, you know, Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana, just playing it as many times as I possibly could until he got annoyed and said, like, shut up with that noise and get over here. I'm going to teach you how to play. And I was like so excited. It was like the best day of my life. And uh, and it, it, it went on that way. He taught me all my chords. And then when I went back when I was 15, uh, he I actually got a chance to play with them because they would play at special events. And then, um, then when I was 16, I, I lost him. And I, I want to say that my my spiritual journey really started there with my with when my grandfather passed away because mm. I grew up Catholic and up until that point I was you know just I, I wasn't really serious about it you know because it was just one of those things that you had to go to church because your mom forced you to go to church and that that was it you know and uh on the day that he'd passed away I I was on my way to to the bakery at night and I was having that conversation with with God and I I just asked God to to give me some kind of sign if he would con would would agree to making my grandfather be my to allow my grandfather to be my my guardian angel. And uh right as I said that the lights in that block completely went out and I grabbed onto this pole cuz I was like really scared I was 16 I was like what just happened I just had this conversation with God and then suddenly like the lights you know shut off. And so I look across and the next block all the lights were on. I looked behind me. All the lights were on. And I thought that was weird. So then I said, is that is that it? Is this my sign? And then 
I felt this warm feeling in, in the pit of my stomach that started to wrap itself around me, kind of like a big giant, you know, fatherly hug. And, and then the lights kicked back on. And ever since I started having these little moments where I asked for guidance and the light would flicker and, and it's interesting because wow. it's, it, it's happened in front of other people too. And I'm like, you see that? Like, you see, I'm not, I'm not crazy. Right. And then that's amazing. Yeah. At some point I had a falling out. I had a fallout with, with it because I, I, I went to an uncle of mine who was a Jehovah witness. Um, and I explained to him these lights, you know, it's his son. It was his father, my, my grandfather, my uncle. And he very bluntly told me like, no, that's not, that's not God. That's actually the devil that's messing with you. And you're not really having these experiences. And so it completely crushed me, you know? And so yeah. I went to the priest. Cause I, at that, at that point I was, I was, I used to play guitar in church and I went to the priest to ask him like, if that was true, you know, if the devil would play around with someone like that. And he didn't really give me a straight answer. And I think he started taking my, my questions as, uh, as me just having doubt about what was going on. And uh, it really just started to disappoint me. And I, I later on uh, was actually threatened to be kicked out of the church uh, by this priest because I played a guitar solo. And he was like, hey, people aren't here to worship you. They're here to worship God. And if you ever play a solo like that ever again, I'm just going to have to take you out of this church. So I was very wow. just torn. And I, I walked away. And, and I called myself an atheist for about 10 years because of that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, at what age was it that you um, walked away? I was, I was 19. Right. So how was religion and spirituality approached by like when you were growing up by your parents and like, cause you said you grew up Catholic. Was there a differentiation between the two terms? Yeah. Um, well, in our household, it was, you go to church because that's what you have to do. And you know, growing up, it was just, you were just pr practically, I was practically dragged to church. Not that I didn't want to go. It's just that, you know, I don't, yeah. I didn't, I never felt that the, that the priest was ever speaking to me. He was more, you know, it was just scolding. It was just more scolding than, than preaching, mm. you know, talking to, to us. Yeah. And um, so it wasn't, it wasn't really that serious for up until the point where my grandfather passed away and I started having these, these little uh, moments with him that I, that I thought, okay, good. Like this is, this is how I feel close to God. And so I would go and play at church because that's how I felt close, close to God. Um, so I, I felt closer after my grandfather passed away than I, than, than I did uh, previously. Oh, that's a shame that, um, I mean, who really knows whether that was who you were told it was or who you thought it was. Yeah. In your first reaction video to Christian music, you described yourself as non-religious, which you just said you had been for 10 years. Um, what did, in that moment, in, the, in that span of 10 years, what did spiritual health in particular mean to you? Um, if it meant anything. Oh wait, I don't think it meant much. Actually, no, that, that's, that's a bit of a lie. Um, because I had my moments where I was lost and... and felt alone and i i was still having those tiny little conversations with god you know but i, I didn't know yeah. you know as an atheist it was just like these i was just more like talking to myself really you know yeah but just to find some kind of comfort uh but i lasted about 10 years um 10 to 12 years actually as calling myself an atheist and i had another uh sort of encounter and i stopped calling myself an atheist and i just at that point i stopped i stopped calling myself anything and so when i when i started the the 
the reaction videos I had about maybe I want to say maybe five no six years was it six yeah about six years six or seven years that I stopped calling myself an atheist I just stopped calling myself anything really and I had just Mm -hmm. a, a different relationship with what I call the great spirit is what I will you hear will you hear me call it um in in most of the videos and yeah, it just changed from there. But I really didn't think that I had any spiritual health really up until the point where I had right, an, yeah. another, another experience. I mean, that's really interesting because from one, I mean, I wouldn't call myself religious, but I'm definitely, I would definitely say I am spiritual. But from one, I mean, non-religious person to a, well, I don't know what you what you <laughs> label yourself as now. It's just really interesting, especially seeing your reaction videos and um, from... Um, being told that you were non-religious before I watched the videos, I was like, wow, like, that's amazing. Like, I wonder what his perspective is now, like, after these videos. So oh. going on to the next question is, in your most viewed video, um, you were brought to tears um, when you reacted to Hillsong's So Will I a hundred billion times, um, which is a great song, by the way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, m- yeah, most of the comments read that, um, in quotes, this man is having an encounter with God. God is holding you. He's coming after you. I saw it many times. Um, and so many other fim- similar phrases. Yeah. Looking back, would you describe how you felt in that video when reacting to that video? Would you describe it as a spiritual encounter? And how would you describe it as well? Uh, what would I just... Yeah, it's a good question. I, I would call it a spiritual encounter, um, but... Uh, I call a lot of things spiritual encounters to me that moment where everything just aligned, you know, you have these beautiful words that if you just were to say them, I'd be like, okay, that's nice. You know, but, but the melody in which the way, the way that they were sung blended with the, with the accompaniment of the music and then the sound, Mm -hmm. the sound design, because there was like this, what I described like a whale sound, you know, it's like this. Yes. Yeah. And it was like the canvas of my of my inner world, like my, my mind was being painted. And there was a, a beautiful like image that came to mind of like, well, I heard the, the whale sound and it was like this, you know, we call whales be- like uh, gentle giants, right? And then it was speaking about one of my favorite things in the in the world, which is not actually in the world, it's outside of the world, but the universe, like the galaxies and seeing all that stuff, right? And to imagine, just to, just my imagination, just allowing myself to be as open as I could so that I'm not uh, interrupting what I'm what I'm listening to, you know, with like having my mind mm-hmm. and my bringing any, anything that's mine, bringing it into what I'm listening to, like just being completely open, shutting that part of myself out and listening. It just, it there was no me in that moment and and i just pictured you know god just whispering like galaxies and then just seeing these beautiful things just be formed and then that sound design creating even adding more to to it you know adding more to the image adding more dimension to the image and i just i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't hold back couldn't contain yourself I do remember one thing you said that really struck me was when you were talking about the universe um, and how you said, I'm paraphrasing, but um, how you realize how you're just one individual in this mass, in the scope of this massive universe. 
but like um i don't know what you compared it to um you you still have a job to do you still have a purpose what did you compare it to again you compared my, it to my finger a, like your finger my smallest that's finger. right yes yes yeah, so like your finger is just a finger on a hand but it's part of a hand which has a greater purpose right so i love that comparison i thought it was yeah it really got to me because i was like wow and i just love existential conversation because i mean staying up at night and thinking about what is life is a favorite pastime of mine oh yeah same. it just really gets you thinking yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah well I, so, I i explained it that way because it reminds me of like when i go out into the desert to see the stars that's exactly how i feel mm. i'm just like i'm just like I, I look at the sky and i think wow that's vast it's like so deep i could never ever like even travel that far or even like contain yeah, that in, comprehend. in this limited yeah. mind you know but I feel small because I realize that I'm a part of this bigger thing. And so I feel small, but at the same time, I feel big because I am, I am that essentially what I'm looking at is, is what I am. I'm a part of that. So I can't be separated from that. And that's, that's, that's beautiful. It's, (laughs) It's so beautiful. So how has your experiences with these videos reacting to these videos changed you from now until then, Um, then until now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it has changed the way that I look at, at Christians because for me, for a very long time, Christians were, um, you know, a person who was very, very just set in their, in their ways and doesn't, wouldn't be flexible, didn't want to hear, you know, anything that contradicted what they believed in, um, and I'm just referencing referencing that to what my uncle told me because I was for a very long time I was I was afraid of sharing what I what I know to be true because that's what I experienced you know I, I'm never gonna just say what I believe I'm I'm speaking to you from th- things about my my personal experience so I was afraid of telling people what I experienced because I feared that they were just going to shut it down and so uh, mm. I saw everybody as that just like just because of the conversations that I had with people just like hey aren't like where they try to use guilt or fear as a as a as a way of of convincing me to go and convert into what they believed yeah um, so it changed because I, I ran into a lot of wonderful beautiful Christians who were very accepting and very welcoming. And, and at first they were always asking me like, so what do you believe? And I was like, Oh, well, you know, I just like, no, not a, not a, not a topic I want to get into, but little by little, um, I, I was, I was contacted by, um, by who's someone who's like now my, one of my best friends. Now he's uh, pastor Chad. He's in Texas and he's, uh, his church is the arsenal uh, church in San Antonio, Texas. And we had mm-hmm. a conversation and he said, don't filter yourself. Just, be open. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is the very first time that I ever had permission to be myself. So I did, I, I opened up and I was welcomed by this beautiful community who were like, yeah, okay, we're, we're with that. We're, we're with you on that love, peace, music. Sure. Like, you know, <laughs> like you're welcome. So it did change my perspective about what it, what it means to be, to be Christian. And, mm-hmm. and it's definitely change the way that I look at music for sure. I mean, I, I listen to world music. I listen to almost just about anything. And the way that, for example, uh, a couple of people first, Hillsong United, the way that they write and Hillsong worship, like just and love their music, their songs, the lyrics, just everything, the layers, everything that has to do with, with any of that. Um, and Corey, Corey Asbury, like his his song, Reckless Love, is like, that's the only video of mine that's hit already over a million views. Um, wow. And... Uh, 
Dante Bo from from Maverick. I think no, he's not Maverick City Music, right? He's Bethel, actually. I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing how they are, how they put on music and how they put on the lyrics, and they're not just performing, right? They're, it's it's a worship, and and I just love to see that. I love to see how God has uh, scattered, has le- ha- like how he hints at little bits of of himself through through music and through through art and and all this stuff and so, so it's changed me in that way i've been a little I've, I've i've i'm a little bit more myself i think it, it's it, it's allowed me to be yeah. myself wow i love that that's i mean and that's all you could ever want right and just keep like evolving and evolving to become more and more and more leonardo which is <laughs> just it's a funny thing about being human yeah. is that like you just keep evolving. Yeah. Um, so how would you describe spiritual health in this moment then? Because before you said you didn't really have much say on it. You weren't really aware of what spiritual health was. Um, how do you, how would you um, describe it? Well, describe it for yourself now after all of this. Well, for me, it's, it's being spiritually healthy for me means being absolutely quiet and still like internally where all that chatter in my head is brought down to a minimum to where I, I am not really seeking to be happy through something else or from someone else that I'm not looking for love in that direction either, but that there's a sort of like a a stillness inside of myself that allows me to just be happy just as I am. Just, you know, that's it. Yeah. It's just really that. Just, so so simple (laughs) yet people like will go their whole lives seeking for that you know that one sentence um do you have any plans to seek deeper into spirituality yeah oh yeah there's still a lot of leonardo that gets in the way you know and i'm actually looking to be less leonardo and more what i am you know at the at the core of that because the way that i the way that i'm look at it my and a lot of these things that i that i came to realize are is actually part thanks to my my grandfather i point this way because i keep a picture of my grandparents now beside me but um it's it's thanks to my grandfather because he'd always tell me these little things like every head it's its own world right so he said don't worry like everybody's gonna have different opinions about the same thing because everybody filters you know their experience based on their own individual internal filters based on their experiences and so i realized like okay my 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 name, everything that I call me, everything that I consider to be me, Leonardo, is not what I am because it's it was all given to me. And some of it has to do with chance. Like, for example, my, my name is Leonardo because my father's favorite uncle was Leonardo and he wanted to name me that. But before he before my my dad even knew that I was on my way, I already I was already there. So I didn't have that name. It was I was just yeah. whatever I was. And, and then my mom just happened to be in Mexico when I was born. So I'm Mexican. They're both of their skin colors brown, so I'm brown. You know, just just little little examples like that. And so I'm little by little peeling away all of the things that I that I say that I am until I get to just whatever it is that I actually am. And and I know that that that's where my that's where my happiness lies. Un, unfiltered, un un incorruptible, untouched, still even by myself. You know and. I think that's my safe yeah. place and I, that, that's where I'm moving towards. Wow. Wow. I, I know that I'm going to be 
up tonight thinking about exa- <laughs> exactly what you just said. I'm going to be going, oh my gosh, my inner, inner self. <laughs> no, it's good. Oh it's good brain stimulation. What would you tell your younger self? So, I mean, let's think of Leonardo who has just been kicked out of, who who's threatened to be kicked out of church. That version of you, what would you tell him? Uh, ooh. <laughs> um, I, I, my, my initial answer wants to be like, tell him all the secrets, all the stuff that I learned along the way so that it could be like a shortcut so I could you know, <laughs> avoid certain mistakes. But I feel like, you know, those mistakes are part, are a part of that, that growth. So all I would say is just, just be still, be still. And at first that Leonardo's not going to understand because he's going to be like, be still, what do you mean? But that was probably the biggest thing that I learned along the way is learning to be still, learning to, to observe, like watch and not, not allow again, that chatter to interrupt and make up whatever, like fill in the gaps of whatever is happening and, and, and Mm -hmm. not, not allow it to, to assume and not allow it, not allow it to, to react and to be more responsive. So being still is being responsive to the situations versus being reactive. Cause I was very reactive. I was, I was angry. I was, I mean, I was angry. Mm-hmm. I was the type of person that would see a street preacher and I'm like, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to strike a conversation and I'm just going to let this guy have it, you know? And I was angry and, and I didn't have to be, but I, but if, yeah. I, if I could say one thing is just be that, like, just, you're going to be all right. And be, be still just remember that be still <laughs> yeah wow i love it well thank you so much for coming onto the podcast it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you. yeah your perspectives and your words of wisdom are definitely going to spark a lot of um a lot of existential thoughts for our <laughs> listeners which i think everyone needs every once in a while so yeah. thank you so much thank are there you. any um if you could just name drop your um youtube channel and so people can see what we're talking about all right (laughs) so um i'm on youtube under leonardo torres music that's torres with an s or you'll probably put a little thing in the bottom leonardo torres music Mm -hmm. and i'm on instagram as tower of torres and and also on tiktok as tower of torres thank you so much thank you Check out the links below so you can follow us on Instagram, check out our website and subscribe to our Patreon for more exclusive content. If you have some time, go rate us on iTunes and like us on Spotify. It really helps our rating and to draw in more listeners. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and see you next time.